this is truly going to be delightful. Oh, you think so? Oh, yes. I think it's going to be smashing podcast today. Oh, thank you. You're on the air, jackass. Oh, oh. Hey, hey, it's Harlan Williams just having tea with my British friends. And what a podcast we have for you today. Welcome to the Harlan Highway. You are on it with all four wheels rolling, rotating, moving at a rapid rate of acceleration. Uh, and you better, because you got to keep up with today's show, man. We're going to be talking about uh, manuals. Not little Spanish guys. I'm talking about the manuals you use to put stuff together when you buy it. Yeah, aren't they a load of fun? Um, we're going to be doing some word pronunciation today. So a uh, little English lesson for you. You ever hear the term, too many cooks in the kitchen? Yeah, I think we all have. It's annoying. It's frustrating. We're going to kind of uncover that and talk about it a bit. And then a pretty touchy topic, murder. We're going to be discussing murder. Yeah, interesting. A little more serious on that topic, but nonetheless. And then uh, Barbecue Eddie's going to be by. And then lastly, do you have a scrotum on your truck? Do you have a set of balls hanging on your truck? Yeah, wait to hear this story here on the Harland Highway. Welcome to the Harland Highway. You fellas been doing a bit of boozing, have you? Sucking back on Grandpa's old cough medicine? There's an element of uncontrolled chaos. The Harland Highway. Serving everyone from presidents and kings to the scum of the earth. What a treat. Oh, wait. Was she a great big fat person? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. You need many years of therapy. Hey, Harland, it's Stephanie from Denver. Just do me. You might want to think twice before sticking your penis in there. Just do me. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. Ah, you ever hear that uh, saying, there's too many cooks in the kitchen? You ever been in a situation where you start off with something really simple and it's just obvious that you're supposed to do it a certain way? And then suddenly all these other voices come chiming in and everything's got to be done by committee. You know what I mean. Uh, well, I think we should just do it. No, I'm, I don't think we should do it. Yeah, I think we should. I think I think this would be a good time to do it. No, I think we better see what other people think first. Um, Charles, what do you think? Man, you know, I, I think maybe we should try another way. Yeah, I think Charles is right. No, I think we're okay. Well, let's see what Danielle thinks. I think that yeah, maybe um, we should hold off for a little bit. No, I think it's going to be okay. I think we should listen to Danielle. I mean, I think she's made a very good point. I don't think we should take the initiative without you know, getting a, a few more opinions on the matter. Yes, I think Charles is right. Why don't we see what Terry thinks? Well, I, you know me. I think we should just take it right off the table. Oh, see, now that's excellent, Terry. Yeah, I think Terry made a really constructive point here. Oh, no, I think we're just fine, guys. No, I think maybe Terry should be listened to because... Okay, guys. We're going across the street for lunch. Now, by consensus, wow, he's so sensitive. We now continue. Yeah, I don't understand why he's so upset. That's no way to talk. I'm not sure I understand. I don't think maybe you said shut up. You're riding home with Harlan Williams. One cheeseburger with everything coming up. This is Eddie. 
He wants to party, but they just hang up. Hey, how's it going? Hello. Hey, how's it going? Oh, this is a Korean barbecue. I think the wrong number. This is Eddie. Excuse me? It's uh, Eddie calling? No, no, no. I think the wrong number. Let's get to see if maybe... Hey, what the... What the hell? I didn't even get to ask you for a beer. What the... And it's a barbecue joint. How did I not get a... I would ask you to the barbecue and your barbecue joint. What the hell? That was Eddie. He wants to party, but they just hang up. I'll tell you what else hung up. Uh, as you know, the uh, this Casey Anthony trial. Um, you know, the one in Florida where the uh, the young mother, you know, offed her kids so she could go out and party. I mean, you believe what you want to believe, but man... You uh, look at you look at the way she behaved. You look at the evidence. It's uh, it's uh, come on. What else could it be? Um, but here's what uh, here's what gets me. And I know if you're a lawyer listening to this, or you studied law, or you have any knowledge of the law, which most of you do, you're gonna poke holes in my argument right here. But I'm going to stand by my convictions, Your Honor. I, what I don't love about the whole murder trial system is the varying degrees of murder. You know, we've got the manslaughter. We've got aggravated manslaughter. We've got uh, first-degree murder, second-degree murder, third-degree murder, homicide, you know, premeditated murder, self-defense murder. And and I get it. From a legal standpoint, I get why it's broken down. Because there could be a, a murder that takes place where a guy's trying to defend himself. There could be a murder that's, that's not premeditated. It's just, uh, you know, a passion murder, passion of the heart. Something went wrong in the blink of an eye. But isn't it weird that at the end of the day, and this is what strikes me, it's still murder. You've still off someone. But I like how we've we've broken it down almost like a soft drink. You know, there's there's full-on murder. Then there's like caffeine-free murder. Then there's sugar-free murder. Then there's murder light. Then there's murder zero, where we just keep notching away at it, and, you know, whoever's uh, responsible for it has all these options for a lesser and lesser term in jail or a lesser penalty, uh, lesser, uh, you know, incarceration. It's just, it's kind of weird at the end of the day how the legal system has managed to break down murder. And, you know, if you take that away, you go, okay, uh, what if it is a, a crime of passion or it's, 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 a, it's in the heat of the moment or it's premeditated or it's kind of sort of meditated or, you know what I mean? It just feels like to me 
you made a decision to off someone. And the only exception I really see is self-defense, where if a guy's coming at you with a weapon or a gun and you know you have a chance of being killed, you have the right to fight force with force under the rules of the law. And if that jackass goes down while trying to take you down, well, so be it, right? But I know all the lawyers and all the legal-minded people that listen to my show, and believe me, they all do. This this show is a number one hit in the uh, criminal justice system, believe me. Um, they're all going, well, you don't know all the layers. You don't know all the intricacies. There's... There's this and that, and there's t- it's like textures. There's 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 gray areas. There's gray. What what's what's gray area about being dead? The gray area is the tombstone above your grave. That's the gray area. Um. So I don't know. It's funny we live in a society where where lawyers and judges can bargain. You know, they're they're in the back room or they're bargaining. For a a lesser charge. Uh, Well, Your Honor, I mean, uh, this guy uh, spent three months stalking this person. uh, Broke into their home, did this, that, and that. Slowly tortured them and killed them. Uh, That's a first-degree Capital One murder. But what do you say, okay? What do you say if we just throw it down to a manslaughter misdemeanor? Okay, and I'll throw in a lunch at Arby's for you, Judge. How does that sound? You, I know you love your curly fries. Uh, okay, I agree. This uh, court is uh, adjourned. The uh, final ruling is uh, he was a troublemaker, and I get some free curly fries. Let's go. Now, I know it's not that easy. I'm being sarcastic, but but at the end of the day, I'm just not entirely comfortable with the whole whittling it away and whittling it down, okay? that It should be a lot lot tighter, a lot stricter, a lot less deal-making. And uh, I don't know. Why do we want to give someone who a, a break who took the life of another human being? And can you imagine being the friends and family having to sit there and watch this, going, wait a minute, okay, let me get this straight. My 17-year-old daughter was raped and murdered. She's gone. And you're what? You're making a deal? You're you're swinging a deal with the guy who did it that uh, dragged her into a barn and tied her to a pole and plowed her for four days and starved her and degraded her and then slit her throat with a knife? Okay, yeah, go make a deal. I think my daughter would like that if you if you guys bantered back and forth and kind of, you know, tried to work out a situation for Johnny McMurder over there. Because, you know, God willing, we know that guy needs a break, right? I mean, wow. And like I said, I'm not an idiot. I know it's layered. I know it's textured. But remember, we made all the rules. We made all those little textures and all those little in-betweens, and there was probably a time when it wasn't so clear. And I'm not talking about cases where it's like, well, hey, man, what if they got the wrong guy? Okay, let's not go there. Let's go. I'm talking about cases where irrefutable evidence 
kind of points the finger right at the guy. One of you know those cases where you just know. You just know that that guy did it. Um. So there you go. You might disagree. You might agree. But I had to throw that out there because it agitated me that. You know, this this four-year-old girl in Florida is dead and her mother's making up all these stories and lies. And, and, and you know, they actually get to kind of pick her punishment from a laundry list of, well, how about this? No, what about that? What about, how about just murder? You took the life out of, uh, from someone, your own kid. Your kid didn't have a choice. Why don't you show the kid the list? Mommy, um, okay, I know you want to murder me, but how about just this much? So that way it's like you almost murder me, and then I'm like I don't fully die, and then I, I get to live and have my whole life, and I get to, you know, have a boyfriend and go to school and get married and have my own kids. How about, can we do that, murder mommy? No, darling, you're going out for good, and I'm going to put you in a bag and throw you in a swamp. Oh, you're not going to put duct tape on my mouth before you... Shouldn't have said anything. Great idea. Yeah, I know. Pretty morbid. I'm not trying to make light of it, even though I just did. But I guess I'm trying to highlight (laughs) the ridiculousness of it. I just don't really have much passion or consideration for perps the perpetrators of such crimes, especially against an innocent little kid. So there you go. Well, that's my, that's the Harland Highway legal corner. And uh, let's get back to some funny. What the hell am I? I'm guilty, Your Honor. Guilty, Your Honor, of getting too serious. That's okay. Just bring me some curly fries. I'll let it go. Thank you, Your Honor. Would you like a soft drink with that? Yeah, give me an orange crutch, man. Okay, thank you. Just get back to some motherfucking funny. Yes, sir. Hey, this is Harland Williams here, and you're listening to the Harland Highway. And how have you been saying the word fudge your whole life? Fudge, you know, the candy, the the chocolate, the maple, the uh, cinnamon, whatever. You've eaten fudge, and you've always just said fudge. So now I'm going to teach you there's a new way to pronounce it, and this is just, you know, I'm making this up, but this is what I want you to do, and you better do it, because what I want, I get, man. Okay, let's be clear about that. So now, instead of just saying fudge, I want you to pronounce it fudge. Okay? So if you want some chocolate fudge, you got to go, I want some chocolate fudge. Give me some fudge. Fudge. Okay, try it. Ready on three. One, two, three. Fudge. (laughs) Fudge. There you go. See? It's about advancing the English language. So, pull over at the next exit. Find a nice old-fashioned fudge shop and order yourself some fudge.
the Harlan Highway. Fudge! Fudge! Wow, okay. That possibly might have put this podcast over the top as the most retarded podcast in existence. I concur with that verdict. Court is adjourned. Give me some curly fries. Thank you, Your Honor. Up yours. Um, so, yeah, even I have to admit that was the dumbest thing. The whole fudge. Really dumb. Really dumb. Really stupid. Wow. I wonder if you anyone laughed at that. I wonder if you laughed at that. I, here I am going, let me get back to the funny, and I dropped the fudge. Actually, I think it was funny. So there. Um, And here's something that I don't think is funny. And this is an oddity. And I don't know how many of you have seen this. But it grosses me out. Okay? If you've ever been uh, driving around anywhere in a city, out in the country, out in farmland, it doesn't matter. I've seen this in both places. It's kind of rare, but I've seen it. You might have seen it. Guys with pickup trucks on the back, on the trailer hitch, they will hang a big pair of metal testicles. And when I say testicles, I mean somebody took a mold of some male testicles and made them, exaggerated them, blew them up so they're bigger, and they hang from the back of the trailer hitch Uh, They're tapered at the top, so it looks kind of like a triangle. The top of the the ball sack is like, I don't know, like kind of borderline scrotum skin. And then it hangs down, and the, the metal balls are hanging, and the whole contraption swings around. So you're driving along, and you get behind this truck, and you look, and you're like, oh, wait, what's that? What? Oh, my God. And you see a pair of swinging male testicles, human male testicles, pressed in metal. Like, remember in Star Wars when Harrison Ford, I think it was Star Wars 2, where at the end they, Jabba the Hutt, threw him into that liquid copper thing and, and froze him, and he was melted into the metal, and they had, like, you could see the outline of his whole body. That's what I'm talking about. Some Somebody, I wonder if some guy somewhere said, you know what, man, I'm going to manufacture, I want my balls. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell my balls for the back of trucks. Well, come on over here, man. I have some uh, molten metal. Just stick them in. Oh, okay. Did that hurt? Yeah, but I'm going to make millions of dollars with my swinging truck balls. Oh, so they're vile. They're disgusting. They, they're, they're very accurate looking. They're, you know, if they were in a sex toy store, they would be rubber, like flesh-colored, exact replicas of a sex toy. But in this case, they're silver, and they're big, and they've got all the details of the wrinkled skin and the veins. they got everything there but the hair. And... Uh, it, it just brings up a bunch of questions. It's like, why did somebody make these? What kind of guy hangs them on the back of his truck? I, I come to two conclusions. 
I, I, I got a guy that's like overly macho, and he's like, hey, man, I got balls. Or you get a guy who just likes balls. It's like, how do you like my truck? On second thought, how do you like my balls? Ugh. I don't carry a spare tire in my truck. I carry a spare nutsack. Um, and then the the third one is maybe just someone's doing it for a joke. You know, maybe they think it's a laugh, which in a way it is. It's so bizarre. But I don't know, man. That's a long way to go for a laugh. And then I guess I guess the real thing is, what if you have kids in your car and you're behind? And you're like, Mommy, what's that? What's hanging off that man's truck? Uh, uh, uh that's his airbag, honey. But I thought airbags were supposed to be up in the front. Well, these are rear airbags with veins in them. Well, why are they so wrinkled, Mommy? Okay, let's turn down this street. But that's not the way home. It is now. Um, and then the other thing is, what if you hit these things? You know, I wonder if you rear-ended a truck with balls hanging on it, if the truck goes, Ooh, oh, God, you son of a bitch. <gasps> Give me a minute. Give me a minute. And then the truck, like, lays on its side and tucks in and curls up into the fetal position. <gasps> oh, oh, oh. I thought them Dodge trucks were supposed to be rammed tough. Yeah, not when we've been rammed in the balls. Oh, oh. Give me a minute. Oh. Right? And then are you in danger of setting a trend for other human part? Like, what if I get behind a girl in a, you know, a, a little uh, Volkswagen bug and hanging off the back is an exaggerated clit? Okay? What if I ram into that and the car's like, oh, do it again. Back up and ram me again. <gasps> Oh, right there. Just hammer it, hammer it. Ha oh, yeah. Just keep backing into my clit. Oh! I know. It's getting sick. It's getting twisted. But, hey, I didn't start this. I'm reporting what I see out there. So, I don't know. Just a little creepy, guys and girls. To the guys out there, maybe you can call me and tell me. I'd, I'd love to hear. I don't know if we'll hook anyone, but 888-500-2090. I want to know the logic, the reasoning behind you hanging balls, metal balls, a ball sack, a nut bag, a very detailed graphic nut sack swinging to and fro on the back of your pickup truck. I, I, I got to hear what you were thinking. And uh, God forbid you live in a neighborhood with a lot of speed bumps. Oh! There's no manual for doing a podcast. You just either got it or you don't. But I bet you have manuals, don't you? All around your house. You got a manual to run your computer. You got a manual to futz with all the things in your car you got a manual for your tv you got a manual for the microwave you got and you've never opened any of them have you no because we're all scared of our manuals when something goes wrong we're like oh god 
go to page 15, look under section A, turn back to page 9, go to section B5, turn the nuts on your satellite dish, go up on the roof, get hit by lightning, and then go to page 79, and then perform function 12573.2. Huh? You know what? I think I'll just go buy a new satellite dish. That's much easier. Do you think they make the manuals, uh, like, hard to follow on purpose? I'm sure they do, just so we'll go buy new stuff. I got more manuals sitting in my house here. They've been they've been open less than my Bible. Manual! Yes, senor. Go and get me some Tylenol. Where is it, senor? It's in the medicine cabinet. I do not know how to open the medicine cabinet, senor. Well, why don't you read the manual? What did you call me? Manual. That's my name. Don't wear it out, senor. Oh, forget it. You're riding down the Harlan Highway. I will be in the kitchen reading the manual. Okay, thanks, manual. It's pronounced Manuel, Jackwad. Didn't you read the Manuel manual? It is crazy, though, right? I mean, these manuals they give us, and some of them are in, like, five different languages. Like, what the hell? You're reading through it, and it's like... Ich liebe Dauschen, flaugen die Schlieken, flaugen die And you're, wait, 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 what's this, German? Okay, let me flip the page. Wait, wait, that's Latin, okay. Okay, I don't, I don't need French. Ah, oh, here we go. English. Plug it in, asshole. Oh, that was easy. That'd be good if that's all you needed to do. That was your manual. Your 400-page manual went down to one page. Big, fat letters. Plug it in, doorknob. And then page two is, turn it on, idiot. That's the end of it. Now, that would be a sweet manual right there. Because they are, they are confusing. They're, 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 they're thick, and they're full of warnings. Warning, do not play this radio underwater. Do not rub the batteries on your baby's face. Do not play this TV up on the roof when it's raining. Do not attach a fork, a spoon, or an electric blanket to this microwave oven. Okay, thanks, man. Um... You know, and they talk about all the shock hazards and the, uh, you know, don't don't put this in air moisture. Okay, I'll be sure to not install my uh, microwave oven next to the bathtub, you know, because you know how I like to bathe at night and have a hot pocket while I'm laying there in the froth. I mean, do they think we're morons? I guess so, man. And then sometimes you get a manual or honest to God, you really have to be a NASA worker to to get it. You know, you, you really have to just work at NASA. Say, you know, if you have a buddy, hey, uh, Buzz, yeah. Buzz Aldrin, yeah. Hey, could you come over uh, to my house tonight? Oh, what's going on? You having a dinner party? No, I'm putting a uh, table together and a uh, entertainment cabinet. Oh, and I don't know how to work my uh, new flat screen TV. 
Have you checked the manual? Yeah. I'll be right over. Can I at least get some bacon? Yeah. Oh, God. If only life were so much easier. But the only good saving grace is that when you do nail it, when you do get all the kinks figured out, you kind of feel smart. You kind of feel brainy. You kind of feel like, okay, conquered that one. I did it. I'm a king. I'm a captain of industry. I figured out how to work my monitor and my flat screen and my shower. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Well, enough of that. I'm looking at my manual here, and it says, according to my manual, I am out of time, which is sad because I was just getting going. Uh, but we'll be back next time, everybody. Um, what? What? Oh, come on. He's here. I almost got away with it last time. He He's here. Oh, I was so close. I was actually saying my goodbyes. And guess who showed up? I don't know why. For the second time in a row, he's running late, getting my hopes up. It's the second Friday of the month, and guess who has to do their on-air therapy session with Dr. Ascot? Me. So here we go. Ugh. Oh, I am not in the mood for this. Hello, Holland. 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 What? I said hello, Holland. Yeah, I heard you, Ascot. Holland, you seem a bit crotchety today, Holland. You know, I'm always a bit crotchety when I have to deal with you. Holland. And do you have to say my name like that? Holland. <sighs> what are we doing today, Ascot? I, I'm just not into this. Holland. Why don't we talk about your insecurities, Holland? My insecurities. Okay, what are you going to do? Like, uh, pull down your pants or uh, fart on me or throw me out the window or burn my face? Holland, sounds like you're insecure about talking about insecurities, Holland. Well, go figure. Who do you think made me insecure? I'm not sure, Holland. You did, Ascot. I beg your pardon. Every time you come in here, you pull a stunt. You tell me you're doing therapy. You always end up doing some crackpot maneuver that freaks me out, makes me scared to open up. It's your fault. Holland. Well, it is. Holland, are you afraid of being fat? No, I'm not afraid of being fat. I'm not fat. Are you afraid of dying, Holland? Well, who isn't? Are you afraid of me wiping my nose on your sleeve, Holland? See, there you go. You're going down a weird road here. Why would a legitimate therapist talk about wiping their nose on my sleeve? I'm just asking, Holland. I'm not going to actually do it. No, I think you will do it. Anything you say, you end up doing. 
Arlen, why would I wipe my runny nose on your sleeve, Arlen? Because that's what you do, Dillweed. Arlen. Do my shoes make you insecure, Arlen? No, your shoes don't make me insecure. What if I stepped in a big steaming pile of buffalo turd and then rubbed my shoes on your hair, Holland? See, why would you say that? Who says stuff like that? You just that you're making me insecure. Anything you say, I don't know what's coming next. I don't know what kind of game you're gonna play, Holland. No. If you you want to talk about insecurity, you take any random thing and watch. All right, Arlen. What about my watch? What about your watch? Does my watch make you insecure, Arlen? No. What if I soaked my watch in toilet water and rubbed it all over your pockmarked face, Arlen? See, there it is. Right there. What? Who would dip their Who would dip their wristwatch in toilet water? Holland. And then rub it on my pocket. I don't have a pockmarked face. Well then why did you start to say it, Holland? I was quoting you. You said you wanted to rub your toilet soaked watch on my pockmarked face. So you do have a pockmarked face. No! You st- See, you're making me insecure about my face. I have a perfectly normal face. Then why won't you let me rub the toilet watch on it? You're mixing me up, Ascot. Holland, are you insecure about my hair? Why would I be insecure about your hair? I meant the hair in my underpants, Holland. Cut your pants on! See, there you go! There you go! You took a simple thing like hair and you changed it to... The hair in my underpants, Holland? Yeah, the hair in your underpants. Yes, I'm insecure. Everything you say, everything you do makes me insecure, you freak, you nutbag, you dillweed. Holland. So now that we got that on the table, what are we doing today, Ascot? Well, I think it's obvious, Arland. What? Today, we are going to work with your insecurities, Arland. Get out of here! Are you insecure about me getting out of here, Arland? No, that's the one thing I'm confident of. Get your ass out. Would you like a handful of pubic hair before I go, Arland? Get out! It's really soft. Out! Oh, what a GD. Giant dillweed. I can't believe that tool. Almost got away with one again this week. But no. Last minute, there he is. And when I say last minute, it's we're, we're at the end of the show. I'm sorry we had to go out with that idiot. Someday I'm going to be through that door and not have to deal with him. But until that time, it's time to go. Don't forget, uh, pick the show up at Stitcher.com for your uh, free phone app so you can listen to the highway wherever you go. 
And don't forget to check out the store, harlowwilliams.com, the merch store. All the new hand-drawn T-shirts are in there, available. They go fast, so uh, word up. Get them while you can. And uh, if you're in the Hollywood area in Los Angeles on uh, July 19th, I will be at a club called Largo. Look it up online. I think it's on La Cienega Boulevard. And uh, 9 o'clock at Largo. And that's all I got. It's not Largo. It's just go. I got to go, man. I uh, hope you had a great time. Enjoyed having you here, as always. You guys rock my potato salad. Um, but that's not what I say at the end of the show. Not potato salad. I usually say this. Until next time, my friends. Chicken chow mein. Baby, fudge.